0: a question. How's your day? Well, I do hope it's fabulous. I'm Claire Burns, and I'm here to highlight the things that make us human. Everyone has had a day, whether it's good, bad, or absurd. So let's talk about it. This podcast is a safe place where you can be the nosy neighbor and find out what it is that your neighbor is actually doing. It's time to clarify your day. Oh, hello friends and lovers. It's so good to talk to you again this week. I can't believe a week has passed. Oh, I tell you. Well, what an exciting week it has been. And when I say exciting, I'm not saying like, woohoo, fun, fun, went to Six Flags. Uh, Because that's not exciting for me, Ever. I'm not a roller coaster fan. I'm not. But years ago, maybe like 12, 13 years ago at this point, I don't know. When I was still in Nashville, dear friends, Emily, who is friend of the podcast, was on a couple of weeks ago. And then our friends Susan and Brian, we went to Six Flags. I was already nervous, but I said, I will ride one and let's see how it goes. We got on the shorter one, what seemed to be the less scary one. Well, unfortunately, that is not the case. It was the old wooden one in the park. And I say the, because I feel like every theme park like has the old wooden one, you know? The worst part about it is that when we got into the little car, Emily was with me and the car was just old, right? So it was smaller, meaning it was shorter than the length of my femur bone. So I had to sit somewhat sideways. And so then my hip was up. So when they did the like lock that went, the bar that went down over our legs, it didn't fully lock because my legs were in its way. And so Emily was sitting there like, wait, she could fly out easily easily but the guy was like you're fine and we went so thankfully since you did hear her a couple weeks ago she survived as did I um but barely I did have to I was shaking I screamed fuck the entire time um and then for the remainder of the day I would stand in line with my friends and then hold their stuff and step through the ride as they rode it, and then I'd meet them after. I did sit and wait for them one, and then I was like, I will be sitting by myself all day long. Like, that's so boring. So I at least stood in line with them. Anywho, didn't even mean to go into that, but it came to me in a vision, and who am I to argue with it, you know? The week has been very exciting, but mainly for personal growth. Isn't that really all that my life entails now? (laughs) I did go, oh, I will give you an update on my ankle and my foot after the big fall of 2023. I did go to the orthopedist. Turns out I have two little fractures and they're little, they're not, you know, she said, let's give it a boot. We're going to treat these the same as a a sprain. So I've been wearing the boot, but like it's getting significantly better. So I'm very thankful. We're going to start PT. Thrilled about it. And I feel as though my function as a human being is coming back. Right. Oh, Charlie is thrilled about it too. Two other things that happened this week. One, Liana's group started this week, which I... You know, Liana, another friend of the show. But her mind body elevate group started on Sunday and I am elated. I love doing this damn group and it just is inspiring and it's so great. I'm gonna do the sugar detox probably starting next week. So you'll hear my either fogginess or clarity, depending on what day of the 10 days I record. It's so fun to not only just have a time every week where you're concentrating on yourself, finding the tools that you have and that you knew but forgot, um, and also to be around some awesome women and Liana and just, and she's an awesome woman too, let me clarify, but just in a supportive setting. Now, the other thing that I'm doing right now, and I'm fascinated by it, I'm taking a little bit of a break from just cognitive behavioral therapy, AKA talking therapy. Love it, love it, please. I mean, I've been doing it for 20 years plus, right? 20, at least 20 years. But I'm trying to hit some of this from a different angle. Okay? So I have been turned on to a trauma healer. That's right. Oh, and I say, see. When I said it's been an exciting week, now you see what I mean. A trauma healer, you say? Yes, I do, because you know, that's what we're doing now, right? So, anywho, so I I don't understand his magical powers because it is over Zoom, but like it's breathing technique, it's some talking through, it's like energy work, but again through freaking Zoom. And let me tell you, I have already felt changes, had a breakthrough. I mean, it's just, listen, I think it's the same with therapy too. Like if you want to change, if you want to grow, if you want to discover things, then whatever treatment you're getting, most likely, disclaimer, um, it will work for you, right? You have to be willing and able. But I do feel like this this has been a new angle and I'm loving it so much so that after my call with him i immediately picked up my computer and started writing and working on stuff that i've been avoiding or just haven't done for the longest time so it just felt really good so i am excited about that and that is more fun than any old six flags ride the other very exciting thing that happened, actually, this was like a couple weeks ago, was the actual interview that you're about to hear. Laura Lyons. She is an absolute freaking dream. Uh, Her story is insanity. Insanity. Her battle with staying alive, frankly, while having COVID is uh, astonishing, It's absolutely astonishing. As she even says, when we were talking, like she shouldn't be alive now. Her body was so resilient and so strong, but she was in a coma for three months. She's still having therapy every day. And I knew I wanted to talk to her because not only is she just such a fun person, she's a comedian, of course, but she's finding the as she says, turn, turning a frown upside down, trying to make the most of this, creating content from what life has given her. But also, I think it's so easy for us to kind of just get bogged down in the the daily to-dos. And this is very much the whole premise of my podcast. But I wanted to talk to someone who's Daily to-dos are vastly different than myself and the majority of people that I know. I really appreciate Laura taking the time and talking. I just, again, her story is bonkers, but her perspective is admirable and... Inspirational, all of the use the thesaurus, find some more words, Claire. So I know that you're going to love this conversation. And I also know that you're going to find some inspiration and perspective that you didn't expect to find in the Clarify Your J podcast. That's right. Or maybe you did because this is a magical podcast. <laughs> but I gift you this podcast. But let me also just tell you, real quick, that the first 10 minutes, my mic was bonkers. Okay. So please know that it gets better (laughs) and you don't want to skip ahead because there's some real, there's some real good nuggets in there and you'll know what I mean. So just 10 minutes in, you'll start hearing me a little bit more clear. So enjoy sending my love to all of you. I can't wait to touch base next week and tell you what an exciting week it was on all the rides that I rode. Just in my head. (laughs) all right maybe I do need to get out of the apartment okay enjoy what a treat I am so excited for today okay let's think about the last couple years COVID hate to bring it up but it's still around guys now all of us have obviously been affected whether we've had our own battles with it, know someone who has. We've lost people. I mean, how many people at this point? The numbers, insane. Then there also have been a number of people that have just been affected by how the world changed, right? With their business and their careers. So we obviously are all touched by this. And we all have heard the stories of those who really battle for their lives to survive. And I am so thrilled to have one of those survival stories here with us today. But first and foremost, she is a comedian and a writer. She has been in, I'm sorry, The Daily Beast, New York Times, been on NPR. I don't know if you've ever heard of any of those amazing things. She's so fun. She's so great. And I've been so impressed and mesmerized by how she's been able to have a comedic tilt on this whole experience. And so I wanted not only just to gab because I think she's fantastic, but also to hear about this amazing story of survival and, and just how this world has, you know, been changed a little bit. <gasps> Welcome, Laura Lyons. How are
1: you? Hello, I'm lotioned, I'm potioned, I shaved my mustache (laughs) for you. Oh my god. I'm feeling zany and wonderful to be here.
0: Oh, I'm absolutely thrilled. So how has your day been so far?
1: My day has been good. I, for those of listening, I'm a COVID survivor, so my days are very different than what they were before I got sick, but... um. I was able to shower today, which is a huge thing for me.
0: That's very good.
1: It's very good. It's amazing what hygiene hinders when you're disabled. Oh, my gosh. Um, It changes so drastically. So I was able to shower. I still use the shower chair, but I had enough energy for it. So there you go. Congratulations.
0: I feel honored. Thank you. You're showered and shaved. And I... I mean, that's more than I've done, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) So we are off to a good start. (laughs) So obviously, we're going to get into the whole journey of how we are and where we are today, Um, but we always have to start with a little this or that. Would you rather question? My very first one, very easy, have a sweet snack or a salty snack.
1: Salty, salty, salty. I am so savory. I'm a savory kind of gal. Now, do I like a dark chocolate Mo?
0: Yes. Interesting, interesting. A dark chocolate. So you really don't love that sugar-forward flavor of milk chocolate. No. That's my favorite.
1: (laughs) I think it's because, like, when you asked one of your guests, Cadbury versus Hershey. Yes. I was like, neither.
0: Oh, well,
1: I want. That? I want a dark chocolate with a peanut butter from Trader oh. Joe's.
0: Ah, I hear you.
1: You know what I mean. Listen, but I'm a savory in general. A savory. What's your favorite savory snack? Pasta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. has okay. pasta be like an appetizer? Yeah. I do think ravioli. It's a <gasps> sin to pretend that ravioli is. A full meal because no, that's not. an that's an appetizer if I it ever is. saw one. Yeah, if you're
0: giving be... you order it, it's like three ravioli. I'm like, uh-uh. No. That's that's less than soup. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely less than matzo ball soup. Are you kidding me? That's just it. Yeah. Matzo ball
1: soups, you're getting four of those balls oh my minimum.
0: Gosh. Massive.
1: Massive. Mm-hmm. So that's a tragedy and it, it should be changed. Tragedy.
0: All right, so a Mm -hmm. salty snack is a pasta, is a ravioli, if you will. I love that. I'm fully on board with that for you. I have often said that my favorite flavors are salt and sugar. (laughs) You're a combo. You're a combo gal. I am. I love. I gotta have a little bit of both. You know. So good.
1: Okay. Do you still like chicken nuggets? Oh my gosh! I can't believe that you remember that.
0: Yes, I do. I'm a child. I just
1: got into chicken nuggets as like because my doctors are like, you need protein like all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, I just need like a quick thing of protein. Like, what what can I do that's like so easy? And it's chicken nuggets. And Applegate is this like that's what I use.
0: That's what I boom. Oh my gosh, I love it. Which one? Do you like the organic? Do you like the gluten free? Do you like the
1: I like the little guys Uh Uh that are the organic? Okay. And you pop it in the microwave.
0: It's truly the easiest, most delicious snack. That's so funny. Can I be fully honest with you? This is something I, I've only told a few people. And so now yes. it's out.
1: We love vulnerability here.
0: Right? Years ago, I adored Applegate chicken nuggets. We know this. I mean, this is something you know of me. Not right. Maybe not the Applegate before, but now we know. They changed something in the flavoring the mix-up the whatever of the gluten-free which I just thought was a I preferred the flavor like the flavor was better than the regular I emailed them <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have never emailed a company
2: no sometimes like, you
1: feel like if you feel passionate about something it's like you have to do it I have, you have to it. Thing. you had to do it it came out it probably came out of your body so quickly too like it just so flowed out of yes. your hands after
0: my first bite i said this isn't right something is not right here
1: what it was like say? i lost
0: a part of me you know i mean i was a very it was a friendly email but i was like i just want to confirm like did i get a bad batch or have we changed it <laughs> bt tubs like, ingredients i'm not feeling it what did they say so thank you so much. We, you know, we appreciate, we are always trying to find a better solution with the best ingredients. It was such a, you know, just a kind of mm. PR response. But I I mean, I was hoping they'd at least give me like a coupon or something and they did nothing, nothing. Wow. But never have I messaged about right. processed food before. And yet that, I have that's
1: now. when you know you're passionate about something.
0: Thank you for knowing. And I love that you remember that. But yes, the Applegate. Okay. We are Applegate Chicken Nugget Sisters here.
1: Right.
0: I love it. Okay. So the next question, would you rather live in a world ruled by lions or a world ruled by monkeys? Hmm.
1: I think monkeys, because we're so close to monkeys in general. And I feel like monkeys have a really good system. There's, the matriarchy, the patriarchy. There's friendships. There's mm-hmm. they they groom each other. Yes, they support like there each is, other. Yeah, and there is some violence, but they also have some like very advanced things that are so human-like. Right. Whereas lions would just be like it would be like a bunch of Leos on this world. Like you need the balance of oh, the Libras but- and the you know what I mean. So it'd yeah. just be like a bunch of like prideful creatures just like screaming at each other
0: all day yeah we don't want that i feel like the um lionesses will stick together yes but the males just like come in and hump them and go hunt or something no they hunt the lionesses hunt right i, I think both of them do i think they're like both very kind of predatory correct? right it's a lot of anger it's a lot of bad energy it's true, yeah it's too much. That's but too much. What if, here's a here's a twist to this, what if the monkeys were the ones from the Wizard of Oz?
1: Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I, I love oh, like no, a no. cape action oh, or whatever the regalia was. Absolutely. But if that cape is also assigned with uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. screaming, no thank you. No thank you. I mean, the only thing is if they could be, because I feel like they were under the thumb of of what's-your-face.
1: You know what? If they've deprogrammed themselves, yeah. because it is 2023. It is. If they've de- d- deprogrammed themselves yeah. from a kind of evil society, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. much like I have from the patriarchy.
0: Absolutely.
1: Then maybe, maybe then you could get a free ride with a flying monkey.
0: Now that I don't hate. Wow, see the perspective changes. You know, yeah, we just have to keep all of these things into consideration. We do. There's nuance. Yes, there absolutely is. I do love a costume, though. You know, but I do think that monkeys are good pranksters, and that's a fun thing.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, with with poop, with poop. Who doesn't love a little fecal throwing? Mm Me. Actually, I don't like it. <laughs> no, th- no, thank you.
1: No, thank you. Okay. That's, my, that's my one boundary,
0: I would say. You know what? I think that's a good one to have. Yeah. it's good. Okay, next one. Would you rather, now this could be a very interesting response. Would you rather foresee the future or change the past?
1: I get worried about the past changing because of the butterfly effect.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And at least with the future, I could be like, am I gonna be, you know, owning a mansion with with a penthouse with the helicopter on top of a yacht? Sure. If not, why am I working so hard?
0: Yes. But then if you change the amount that you're working, then you may not have that. You know what I mean? Here's my thing. If I in the future Mm -hmm. it goes
1: no go on the Private jet? No, go on the PJ. Right. Then I go today, present. I go. Okay. Right now. I'm not going to work so hard. That's fine. I hear you. You know. Yeah. I actually sometimes I'm like, can someone give me a crystal ball to just let me know is it going to happen? Yeah. Is the London, the New York, and L.A. apartments, the penthouse, all is three happen?
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. If
1: no, then Mama wants to take a nap.
0: Yeah. It's really tricky because it's like, I truly believe in astrology oh, and psychics. I love all of it. Love it. Same I actually today just had a quick call with my astrologer. How was I it? Did. Who do you go to? Should I, I go have, to them? Yes, I love her. I love her so much. I will send you her information. Rachel Lang. She's the best. I've been going to her for 13 years.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. I, I mean, this could be an entirely separate it's
0: a tr- podcast entirely because- separate.
1: Because I could ask you, I don't know, an affinity amount of
0: questions. Right. <laughs> like, what has she predicted? Like, has she... has? Yes. Well, she has been very good as a guide. She's an intuitive astrologer. So she'll, like, be looking at the chart, but then receive messages. And so I was really... These la- this month has been a hard one. I mean, it's been hard across the board, I feel, with a lot of people with, like you know, all the retrogrades and all of the things and also January, you know, bottom it's line. It's a gross month. Yeah. So I had reached out to her. I was like, can you sneak in a little session for me? And so I was talking to her about just like, am I on the right path? Like, what am I doing? Whatever. And so she was, first of all, she said, we all have to remember that in 2020, the entire world changed and our mental health is different. Our bodies are different, like across the board. So, we're still trying to process things as we processed before, but that's pointless. And so, we continue to come up against ourselves because it's not making sense to us. But that's because everything has changed. I mean, yeah, it's like a moot point.
1: It's right. It's like there's why. Why are we pretending that the world hasn't completely right changed, and we are. Di- we're all different people we're now s-
0: absolutely i mean it's it's so interesting just to see because you hone your life skills right and then all of a sudden those aren't really what you need anymore <laughs> you need something totally no we different. all need like to so we all
1: yeah i know it's crazy it's like COVID really made you think like i need to learn how to like basket weave exactly like actual skills i, I need to learn how to like make a cup right <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I need something for scooping water or, like, (laughs) holding the tools for scooping the water. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to know how to, like,
0: edit a TikTok. I know. But yet, how much of our time are we wasting with that? That's when it'd be good to see in the future. Right! Be like, are TikToks just useless? Do we just not? We don't need to deal with that. (laughs) 100 <laughs> percent right okay so the last now this is a tricky this is a very tricky question i'm ready for it the question is what has been one of your favorite days so far <clears throat> Would you? <laughs> i love it <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. okay would you say recently as in post March 2020 or the like my whole life. I'd say
0: your whole life, just like a favorite day, a favorite moment in a day.
1: Cuz obviously, I mean, I will tell the audience about my story, but one of my favorite days was having water for the first time in a wow. year.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that so amazing?
1: Burst into tears. Burst into tears, Burst into tears. Burst into tears to just have a sip of water in half oh, wow. a year
0: was all a person could ask for. I'm desperate for water if I haven't had it in like three hours. I do. So, cannot-
1: so like, <laughs> so like after you know half a year, you're like, okay, right? The jig is up. Wow. I need some water. So like for me, that's so significant. Absolutely. And probably taking my first step yeah i mean that like is a huge thing and then i i keep because i'm still in recovery i still keep having these
0: milestones milestones yeah Yeah.
1: but then they go back it's it's kind of awful because you get kind of euphoric of like wow i'm done with this and then you're not and then you Mm. like are Mm. are are in bed for a week after you know what i mean but So I would say that is post-COVID. Yeah. I think one of my favorite days in New York pre-COVID was I um, had a Valentine's date with one of my guy friends. Uh Uh-huh. And we had a great, like, margarita margarita and taco night. Love it. He gave me a bunch of CBD gummies. I inhaled them. (laughs) then it was like 10 30 at night and we were like should we get massages so oh my then, gosh I love this so then we got like the dollar a minute massages yes and we were both like drunk giggling next to each other in like the next oh, kind of oh my god I love doll. this and we kept adding we were like do you want to add 15 more minutes like we just yeah. kept adding <laughs> and then we got out of there like so relaxed so like taco, tequila, oh and gosh. CBD and massage. And then we were like, should we do karaoke?
0: Oh my gosh, this gets better and, and better. And then
1: we did karaoke and we were dancing like absolute fools, but we took it very seriously. So people kept coming up to us asking if we were professionals because <gasps> I was lifting him. Stop lifting it. stop. Truly oh like
0: my gosh.
1: Dirty dancing level, like lift. Oh, and, my gosh. And we were singing. I brought the room down real quick and did a Lay number that no Girl. one will ever forget.
0: No. I mean, it's been the story around New York for years.
1: <laughs> Everyone was like, can you bring it up? Like some Britney Spears, some Gaga. I was like, no. No. We're doing a lay That so was just so fun because it was like so unexpected, so by the seat of your pants yeah and it was like a wednesday you know what i mean Perfect. yeah it's so fun so it's like those days are so fun to me and then obviously like big achievements are are great yeah. but those make me super happy but then like just fun, kind of the mundane days where they become really special. Yeah. Those are great days.
0: I think the ones, yeah, that you go in with low expectations, like, oh, yes. we'll have fun for this amount of time, and then we'll, you know, the night will be over, whatever. And then it just, like, keeps building.
1: Yes, because it was low it's stakes. So fun. Low stakes. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, he, we, we he, it's a platonic relationship. He's right, into right. men, like, zero. And it was just like, let's have fun on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then it just kept getting more fun. I always think, I always feel like, has anyone really had a good New Year's?
0: New Year's, oh my gosh. Because it's
1: like, even when you, even, I sometimes try to do the opposite where I'm like, I'm going to anti-build up New Year's. Right. And then it will be fun. (laughs) Like, I try to psych my brain. I'm like, no, if you don't make it special, then it will be special. And then it's not special. Like, it's never not special. Right. Or you're just, I don't know. I always think about, you know, Miley Cyrus, she was in Miami. And I'm like, that would be so fun. But then I'm like, inevitably, someone would like step on me. I'd get like, I don't need a black eye. And of course, you know, the the hotels would be like $7,000. You know, the money
0: alone would be insane
1: to do anything New New Year's Eve. I know. So, yeah, I, I would say just like anything that was a surprise that ended up being so fun yeah
0: are the best days i love that i absolutely love that and then that also brings us into okay so we knew each other and that's where we met obviously in new york in the comedy world um and then we were just working together yeah weeks before covid hit it's so Um, weird yeah so crazy so Again, I have mentioned this. You have told this story numerous times, but I'm still always fascinated by it and my listeners necessarily haven't heard it. So we can you take us back to March 2020.
1: March 2020. We're in New York and mm-hmm. I got that text that kind of went around the New York world of like the city's going to shut down. Right. And I was really fortunate my friend had a car. We're both from Massachusetts, and she was like, "We are getting out of here." So, yeah, I've kind of never packed. It felt like I was fleeing the city, to be honest. It felt, it felt very like I was. I actually was shaking. My hands were shaking because I was just trying to pack as quickly as possible. I was trying to warn as many people as possible i was telling the taxi driver i was like get out of the city it's going to shut down like wow i try i was calling people like it was it was a very um yeah i just i can't describe it other than fleeing it felt like i was just Just a panic something yeah yeah and then we drove we were completely fine in the car great she dropped me off at my parents house did the whole thing of you know derobing, putting it, putting it in right. the laundry machine right away, new clothes. We went for a hike the next day in the woods. Obviously, no one was around. Right. I felt totally fine. I also was healthy as Knox. I yeah. you know had a nine to five job, and then from five thirty to seven, I would work out, whether it's b- boxing, bar, or spinning, and wow, then seven yeah. to midnight. I would do comedy, and then comedy, on the weekends yeah. do comedy shoots yeah. and stuff. So, I, you know, went for a hike. I was running up and down the hill, totally fine. And then and you're also
0: very young.
1: Yeah, I was 31 at the time. Yeah, yeah,
0: with so no young. pre-existing
1: right conditions, healthy, um, good to go. Yeah, yeah. And then just a couple days later, I. Started to feel really nauseous and really anxious. And Mm. those weren't any of the symptoms. And I don't know if you remember, but in March 2020, they were shooing people away from the hospital. Yes. Saying, unless you have a fever, you um, can't breathe. You can't breathe. Or I, and then the third one was like either a dry cough or a wet cough. And they were so specific about it. Yeah. And mine was like the opposite of whatever it was. So we kept being like, no. It can't be COVID, might be the yeah. flu, we don't know. I called my doctor in New York and I said, I think I'm dying. And she said, you should download the Calm app.
0: Wait, are you kidding me? <laughs> you stop it right now. Like, oh, you need to meditate. When when I tell you women's
1: health is always goes back to hysteria. Yes, it does it's like oh you're just anxious download the calm app i mean that's since i told her i think i'm dying and she said go download an app that's
0: insane to
1: me yeah yeah so eventually my friend has her phd in psychology and i was like um i'm so panicky something Mm -hmm. is really really bad And my friend was like, okay, here's some breathing methods, like all this stuff. Because I I do have anxiety before COVID. And I was like, maybe it's a panic attack. Like, I don't don't know. But fast forward, it was because um, I was dying. And my brain was telling me you were dying. Um, So I went to my local ER in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. They put me under right away, put me on a ventilator. And they told my parents I had six hours to live.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: It's so crazy. It's it's crazy. And um my sister But they didn't
0: when you showed up, they didn't argue with you that you needed the calm app. Like they recognized your symptoms as being very like you were in a heightened level of this.
1: I either said I have covid or I need I'm having a psychotic break.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: I said that to him because I was like, yeah. I don't know what this is. This is. Yeah, it was so extreme, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe my anxiety got the best of me. I like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Um. Especially because my doctor in New York said to download the Calm app. Just, uh, it's okay, it's it's okay. wild. She actually no longer practice. She.
0: <gasps> wow. Well, she needed the Calm app. Well, this is the she, bottom line. She was telling what she needed. Me what
1: she needed. My mom called her like when I was at the hospital and was like, just FYI and she felt so guilty she left the practice and moved to florida
0: oh my gosh yeah well hopefully she found a better place for herself yeah. there
1: <laughs> hopefully she's in the sunshine living up yes. to the pool
0: and not giving advice yes but, anyway. <laughs> but
1: yeah so my sister is an aries and she said no 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 nanette she's not going to die on my right. watch no no so she casts such a wide net to anyone she knew that was a nurse a doctor like anyone in the medical field yeah and said what can we do she has six hours to live and at the time they said there's this thing we're kind of hearing about called ecmo ecmo basically is the last resort okay life support you can be on it's even more intense than a ventilator and it acts as your lungs outside of your body so it takes these huge tubes and they take the oxygen out of your body or I'm sorry, the CO2 out of your body. They make it into oxygen and then they pump a tube through your groin. Jesus. And so the hospital I was at said, you know, we have one, but it's only for two hours or so. And they were like, no, she needs 24 hours. So they med helicoptered me to Boston which is very bizarre to take a helicopter and have not only no memory but it's not it doesn't even live in my body in terms like you of- have
0: no consciousness of that.
1: No, if someone no. told I if someone had never told me I would have not known. Yeah. which is a very bizarre feeling. Um and so I was in a coma on a ventilator, a feeding tube, a trach and ECMO oh for gosh. months. Yeah, and then I eventually got out of ECMO after about a month and a half. Okay. But I was on a ventilator for 3 months. 3 And then months. yeah, and then I was on a trach and a feeding tube for half a year and I woke up paralyzed, voiceless. Um I couldn't really smell. My eyesight was really blurry and then I had to and I was all alone because there's no visitor policy. Oh so my gosh, yes. I woke up alone in a hospital, paralyzed, head to toe, couldn't ask any you questions. You couldn't even
0: ask. Like, what the hell
1: is going on? There, There is, not only can you not make a sound, but there's something in your throat, so you can't even mouth anything. Like, it's yeah. crazy. And I can't sign. I can't point. I can't raise an eyebrow. I can't do wow. anything eventually my eyes started to work a little bit so okay they would hold up yes or no cards and I would just kind of flicker (laughs) my eye to a yes card but sometimes I'm not kidding you sometimes they asked not yes or no questions no so they'd be like do you want it warm or cold and then hold up the sign I was like which one is yes (laughs) Yes is yes cold (laughs) or warm like I don't no (laughs) i can't tell you how frustrating it is when someone holds up yes or no cards and doesn't ask a yes or no question
0: no 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 i can't even i can't even fathom
1: and you're paralyzed and you can't
0: say a damn thing you can't
1: say a thing or like move or anything it's so bad and um i had seizures i had sepsis i had strokes i had um something called black fungus which if it it harbors behind your heart and your eye and if it gets to it you'll what? just die instantly i mean what yeah it's crazy i That's should not insane. be here no um like at all and oh not gosh. only like once but not twice but it, it so many
0: things. so many factors
1: so many times for half a year you know oh my gosh um and so eventually Uh, They took my feeding tube out and my trach out. And like I said, I was able to have my first sip of water, which Beth, my um, breathing therapist, was like, don't guzzle it. And I was like, Beth, I will (laughs) dunk this over your head. I'm going to have as much water as I can consume. (laughs) like yes, I am guzzling this. She was oh like, "No, God. you'll literally like choke and die," and I was like, "I I don't care."
0: I I, honestly, like, at this point, I was I'd like, okay. "I have
1: been thinking." I mean, when you're in that bad of just everything, all of yeah. your like human—I don't even know—not human rights, but like what it makes you to be a human is removed right. from right. you. All you can think about is, like, the tiniest things that could bring you joy, and you don't have those even even that, you know? Even then. So you just hope and hope. And, man, it was – the pain was so bad that I actually had to count by seconds. I was like, oh if you gosh. make it past the second, you can do another second. And because I was alone, wow. I had to – Recognize the patterns by myself, and I was like, Okay, I think every four hours a nurse comes in, so I had to like kind of figure out patterns within the medical system of like when people come in and when they don't, and when they give medicine. And so, after every 15 seconds, I said, Great, do another 15 more seconds, and then a minute would pass, and then I was like, Great, do it for, and then I just did that. Until four hours came, until someone came. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Crazy to say the least.
0: There are so many questions. So many questions. Yeah. But, okay. So, first, let's just, okay, for the time frame, you went. Yes. In I'm in so March. sorry. Oh, for you. No, 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 no. yeah. I was
1: like, oh my God. I'm like, am I? Am no, love it, like, I love it. I love like, it. I just okay. want to go
0: back. So, you went, you. So they essentially put you in a coma before you were airlifted, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And then so you woke up in what a different hospital in like September? I woke
1: up no, I so they put me under in March and I probably woke up in the summertime. Okay. okay. But I didn't leave the
0: hospital until Eight. Okay. like basically like September 1st. So when you woke up First of all, there's a what is happening right now. But did you have any memories or any like dream like moments that kind of stuck with you in all of that time that you were in a coma?
1: Yeah. It was, it was, um, not the white light that right? a lot of, okay. I call it the Disney version ah. of what, yeah. It's very like, so obviously most of us have seen Pretty Woman. Of course. Um, and you know how it's like a, a really cu- cute story. Yeah. So apparently that movie was actually supposed to be like of a sex worker and showed like the hardship of it. A bit more then, reality. Yeah, a bit more reality. And then it became like disney of like, mm-hmm. oh, this lovely man just came and now you have a shopping spree. Like, yeah. okay. Um, that's what coma in the movies are like. Like, Wow. It's been pretty womaned. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wow, is yeah. It is anything but that. For me at least, I think it's also because um I've had to do a lot of research because mm-hmm. I had um delirium. Sure. Um I call it soul torture, to be honest, because my soul, soul was oh my. fighting for its life. Like I my soul was like, no you're going to stay on this earth, like just keep fighting. Oh and gosh. I had to battle these like horrible things when I was in a coma. And so I've had to do a lot of research. I've had to talk to a yeah. lot of doctors and psychologists and even like different chaplains. I've, I've talked to Quaker chaplains and Buddhist chaplains and, yeah. and all this stuff. Cause I was like, what I saw was hell. And I'm really worried that I'm going to hell based on what I saw. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they were like, no, what it actually is, is all the torture your body was going through was trying to tell your conscious. But because you were in a coma, it went to your subconscious and your subconscious tried to tell your conscious that something really bad was happening. Oh, my gosh. So it was almost not warning because I was like in it. But it was telling my conscious something really, really bad oh is God. happening. Yeah. And a lot of it was like, I won't get into it because it's it's it will probably like trigger some of your cat
0: like your audience. But Oh my gosh. My cats would probably be triggered too. But yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> but like no, picture but is... yeah. picture like the worst things in humanity. And that's basically like what my soul went through for months. Mm. Oh my God and like min and like seconds seconds it wasn't even like oh a little dream here and there it was like every second there was something
0: and you were having like visuals yeah of yeah, these yeah horrible but things it
1: it was like my soul was experiencing it though
0: oh my gosh
1: it wasn't even like oh i'm a bird's eye view in this
0: situation
1: right. it was so much You're like in it in it mhm and I didn't know what was going on. I was so no. confused. And then waking up, the TV was on, and it just had, like, a scroll of all the COVID deaths. No. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my, oh my God, I don't know where my family is. Have they passed? Like, I don't know where I am because I woke up in a different hospital. Like, I'm paralyzed. I'm voiceless. Like, all this stuff. And it was during the Black Lives Matter protest. And yeah. I remember – um, looking on the news and i'm like really out of it and yeah. they just showed like you know quote unquote looting like right. not like you know how not, they but yeah yeah not exactly um but they were like boston is like <gasps> um, like and so it had covet deaths underneath and then it showed people like breaking into stores and i was like oh we're at the end of the world this is the end
0: of the world yes
1: this the, and, and i was like are they gonna come into the hospital and steal equipment like i had no idea what was going yeah. on and I couldn't ask anyone or anything so oh it was gosh. crazy and then I always joke about um one of this night nurse of course, a uh-huh. male night nurse put changed the TV to like um people speaking in tongues what and you know the what's the religion where everyone speaks in tongues it's
0: like christian science or something yeah yeah Yeah.
1: so he switched it to that oh and and then said oh you must be cold and put not one but two blankets on me and i was sweating so much because i was shaking so i'm in a basically a sauna listening to tongues and i'm like please switch it to bravo oh my and it was all night long and i was like i need a female nurse to come in here in four hours and put on bravo or I'm going to lose it oh my gosh oh (laughs) my gosh I was like I need below deck below deck please a housewife something A housewife give me a Sonia Morgan yes
0: yes no when you do you remember who spoke to you or what they said after you first woke up there was a couple um that's the
1: other thing with coma um well, with mine. I mean, maybe yeah. it's with people, but because it was such a heavy sedation process. Yeah. And I mean, I was on fentanyl. Like, oh I was on stronger drugs that killed Michael Jackson. Like, yes. And so I, my body had come out as a drug addict, like drug withdrawals. Yeah. Wow. So I was in and out of conscious for a really long time. Okay. And um, so it wasn't this like. Again, in the movies, right? Yeah, I... yeah, you open their eye, your eyes, and you're like, "I heard yeah. everything you said, and I'm leaving you, Tony." Like, right, right. You admitted to <laughs> me that you were cheating on me, and I'm leaving. Like, it I was heard not. Every word. I heard every word, Tony. <laughs> like, it was not that. No, you no, know? no. And so there were a couple memories. One of them was someone waking me up and being like, "You're okay. You made it." Wow. Okay. And then the other one was me waking up by myself. So there's like a couple things. And then the first time I spoke, they took my trach out just to see if I like, and I told, they said, do you want us to tell your parents anything? And I said, I love you. It's really scary here. Yeah. And then that was it. (gasps) So it's it's like a combination of all of it. Like it wasn't this kind of. Gorgeous, one ceremony. Yeah, easy peasy. Like I get up from the chair and I go home. Right
0: moment. Easy. Did they? Did you have an understanding of what COVID was? Like, did you remember that? And did they tell you you had it?
1: Yeah, I didn't even. I I was like, they were like, you. So you had COVID, and I was like, oh okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was
1: like, okay. And then so here's the other weird thing is by the time I had gotten to the first hospital, the local hospital, I had basically no oxygen in my in my brain. So I made phone calls to my friends. I don't remember a single (gasps) one of them. I told they told me at the original hospital that I had COVID, but I didn't really. It didn't compute. It didn't compute. And then and then afterwards, um, they were like, you had COVID and all this stuff. But. It's so weird because you guys learned so much about COVID while I was in a coma. Like, I did not, I didn't learn that it messed with your sense of smell. Like, that was later on in the game. And I remember my sister finally being able to come in when visitors, you know, were available, you know, you could come in. And she was like, Oh, my friend said, like, smell these oils and it will help you. And I smelled it and I couldn't smell it. And I didn't want to admit. That yet another thing was wrong with me. Like I was paralyzed, I was voiceless. Like I didn't want another thing. Yeah. Because basically that means all of my senses were gone except for my hearing. Yeah. So I, I was like, I just didn't want to admit that. And because no one knew that I didn't know those things. So there was so much in the development of COVID that I missed. That's so true. Yeah. And Anderson Cooper had a baby. Did not know that. Yeah,
0: I mean, listen, you've missed the most important thing. The most important <laughs> things. <laughs> okay, so you woke up, ish. Gradually, in a round. you know what Gradually. I mean. Like, right, up down, up, down, up, down. up, you down. Know, it's like, so from like when you stayed awake mainly. Yeah, that was like summer ish. Yeah, and then. At what point were you able to actually leave the ICU and leave the? Did you shift down from ICU to the hospital and then leave the hospital?
1: Yeah. So Obviously I was. Not the hospital, I was but. at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was at MGH like the ICU slash like MICU for three months, and then I they transferred me to uh, a- another hospital okay. in Boston for two months, and that's where um, they taught me how to walk and. Okay. So which like a let rehab me have hospital. Yeah, which let me tell you that, uh, that it was a war zone in there. Really? It was a war zone. I mean, people. I'm trying to like learn how to walk again. There's people that like have no limbs. There's people oh that gosh. are like on dialysis, and I mean, it it was it was like a war zone in there. Yeah. Um, and I was on the most chronically ill floor, so there were oh people gosh. dying like you know it it was crazy it really it really was I can't describe it Anything. it's a but different world. world yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you woke up in this end of times apocalypse world.
1: yeah apocalypse like it's really I never really got into walking dead but yeah I think it's like the first episode where he just like wakes up in the hospital and like everything is that's the only way to describe it oh my
0: gosh like it I, was I, I just it so it's, bad. It was I, I, so bad. I can't even imagine just like coming to in the middle. Exactly. Of it, which exactly. is exactly what we did. Like just living through it has obviously done a number on all of us. But then just <laughs> wake up with everything. It's like what the i f- I can't. Yeah,
1: it's like what's happening? And then there was yeah. like obviously then the election and oh you know gosh. what I mean? Like there was so some- everything was later- heightened. Yeah, RBG died. Like, it was just like, oh, my God, what is happening? Um, And I was still so paralyzed that even when I was able to get my phone probably, like, the last week of being in the hospital, like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't even really type. And I couldn't really type after, like, I made it seem like I was, like, totally cool and chill and
2: and social media.
1: like. But, like, I literally was, like, holding... uh, the phone up to my face, and then coughing so much I had broken ribs. You know what I mean? And Jesus. like, Jesus, and like my fingers were so paralyzed. I still—it's so interesting because it's almost been three years, right? And um, it's weird because I have two dates in my mind. It's like when I went in in March, but then when I left, left because that's when really the rehab, like when I left yeah. the hospital, is really when I like the hard work started in started. a weird way because it was yeah. like you're back in reality, you know. Um but it's almost been 3 years and I go to the dentist now and mm-hmm. I can't even open my mouth. I have to have two sessions because I still have such bad muscle atrophy. Wow. And my eyes have muscle atrophy still.
0: Like it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so wait. So let's get into I mean, obviously your days is- continue to change. Yeah. Right. As we go. But let's just look at a typical day right now. Yeah. So what time so you're you're at home. I'm
1: at home living with my lovely parents. With your lovely parents. Which is so nice. Which is so nice. It, it, watching Jeopardy promptly at 7.
0: Oh, my gosh, of course. <laughs> I mean, if we don't have appointment television, what do we have? Um, <laughs> so what time are you able to... Oh, yeah. what? When were you released and came home? I, I left,
1: like, the... Like, late, late August, 1st of September. Okay.
0: Okay. So you've and, been home since then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's, like, two and a half years since being home home yeah. yeah yeah and um my days are so different than what they used to be before yeah, covid sure. i mean it's crazy it's like i used to be like nine to five five thirty to seven workout yeah. you know it's like hustle hustle now, hustle yeah hustle hustle and now um my dad wakes me up and he gives me about like he gives my morning pills which are about like 10 pills
2: oh my god and i go
1: back to bed what time is that uh it's in the morning I have coughing fits really like until okay. all hours of the night, still uh, all hours so yeah and then um so he'll wake me up probably like eight which isn't that early but like when you've been coughing until four in the morning
0: it is no I feel like it's very early and I'm yeah. not coughing all night yeah
1: <laughs> all night. Like, I, like I'm just like oh like, my god dad
0: wait till nine at yeah least. exactly
1: <laughs> So then um, I go back to bed and then I wake up for whatever physical therapy I have for that day. So I have physical therapy five times a week and that's my main job. Essentially. It's like, um, and then also dealing with health insurance. Oh my gosh. Which is. Okay.
0: That's a whole. Yeah. I don't even want to get into that. No, no. I'm sure. It's
1: like, no one. It's like, oh my God. But
0: so. The horror stories of those. Horror.
1: Horror. Mm -mm. Right. Mm -mm. And it's like do you think like sometimes I talk to disability and I'm like do you think as a I'm now 34 I'm like do you think as a 34 year old I want to be doing this like no this,
0: like, like I want to be in New York Dreams. I do not want to be doing this right no. now <laughs> like I would be in New York on stage
1: like yeah, I'm not working the system
0: here I'm yeah.
1: trying to <laughs> get reimbursed or try to get it's wild even getting um a handicap sign when i tell you getting a handicap sign took months
0: stop it
1: months and i'm in a wheelchair and i can't legally drive anymore like my parents drive me everywhere so i it's ridiculous so uh then i do a nebulizer which it's um to like break up like the lung kind of i don't know shmegma
0: shmegma (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that is that something that you have at home or do you go someplace yeah, to do that? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I do that like four to five times a day.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, when
1: I tell you like my entire day is surrounded by my illness and being disabled, like, yeah, it's it's truly a full time job and it's constant and it's not. You can't take a day off from it. That's the no. biggest thing. It's like, you know, people are like, oh, my God, I, you know, I'm so tired and I, I need vacation and they can go on a vacation. I can't. No, that's a really difficult no. thing. It's like you are just kind of tied down with this hardship. Yeah. You know, and so I um, so typically like a typical day is a different therapy, whatever that is. Okay. And what um, are
0: those therapies that are, you're still doing right now?
1: I'm doing like breathing therapies okay. um uh like ugh, I don't even know like disabled yoga kind of like Oh a, okay. You know um uh, like a Reiki um uh myofascia mm. um then I go to like a very physical uh therapy not gym but it's like a rehab where like you're really trying to build up your strength and your endurance and doing whatever cardio you can whether it's like the arm bike or or Mm a recumbent bike or something I've had some like great milestones with my endurance lately so that's been like like, so freaking good like I can't even tell you it feels so good um and yeah so it's like all I try to have it be Uh all-encompassing, so it's really trying to do both Eastern and Western medicine, Um, whether it's, like, I have breathing coaches, but then I also go to a breathing class that's more on the yoga, Eastern medicine side.
0: I love that, Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so that, like, it it, it depends on the day. And Mm -hmm. then um, I come home, and because I'm chronically ill, I have to take, like, a four hour nap yeah and then i wake up and then i have to take i take different sections of medicine four times a day so it's like all it's really all around the medicine the nebulizers Mm -hmm. and then the rehab and post rehab which is having to sleep
0: yeah you've got to just let your body rest
1: you do and it's really weird as an american i'll tell you to like really say i can't um no pain no gain like that doesn't exist. (laughs) no (laughs) it it doesn't exist when you're chronically ill like it's so bizarre coming from such a hustler mentality to being like i actually cannot do this yeah and every time i've pushed myself i've injured myself Mm -hmm. or i've gone backwards so much harder wow than regularly and it is kind of a nice lesson to anyone that's listening it's like truly listen to your body and the no pain no gain mentality we're not doing that we're not doing that that. like it's great to push yourself it's great to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and not get stuck that's a huge one sure but when it
0: comes to someone else's expectations
1: yeah and pushing yourself to the bone like it's yeah. not it's not good and so that's been just this huge monumental life lesson for yeah m- myself it's like if if you try to push farther than what your body is telling you you're going to get injured yeah and it's happened multiple times so it really is this kind of great lesson that's what I'm coming out of this like I don't know what my future will be right like I'm right. currently on oxygen 24 7 I'm in a wheelchair mm-hmm. chair primarily but I just think like it doesn't matter what religion you are what spirituality you are whatever horrible thing happened you yeah. have to make a reason out of it. Yeah, and you have to just be like, okay, if this tragedy happened, I just have to make art with it. I have to help people with it. Yes, whatever it is, because sitting in suffering is necessary in the sense that, like,
0: yeah,
1: toxic positivity. We're we're also done with that. Done, we're done with, with that. The, yes, we're done with that. We're allowed to cry. We're allowed to scream. Absolutely. We're allowed to be angry. We're and allowed heal. to heal, and we're allowed to be sad if we want to be. But mm. it can't. You can't be so paralyzed from it that yeah. it takes over your entire life, your personality, all Absolutely. of that. So it's like, I don't know where I'll be. I have doctors telling me I'll die still. Like, I uh, okay. yeah. And I just say, Wait. no, no, no. <laughs> no. I say, no, no. Like, have you seen what I've survived? Yeah. I always am like, I always <laughs> I'm am, sorry. like, I always just scream like I just say, "This is Sparta!" <laughs> I'm just like, guys, yes. no, like I, i like, it was so I'm funny. A fighter, I'm a fighter, and like, it's so funny because one of my doctors, he's really funny, and I'm like, yes, oh, I have like, good, we like a, that, yes, and so he's really quick, which it's like so good. nice to have to have banter good. with a doctor, and yeah, right? I was like, yeah, he he said, you know, your lungs. He, he gave kind of like a good read. And I was like, yeah, that's because I'm a Spartan B-I-T-C-H. And he goes, all right, well, us Argonauts over here. Uh,
0: I was, oh, my God. Excuse me. I was like,
1: yes, Greek mythology and history. <laughs> I was like,
0: you've said it. I would think that that would be so hard to not have banter all the time. Because especially historically like being around a bunch of comedians all the time there's always like bits and stuff always
1: bits there's never yeah. not a bit
0: yeah and so now to at least have one doctor who can right. banter with you a little bit
1: i know it's such a different world i'm very much i say this a lot but i feel like i'm kind of a observer of society right now i'm not really like a participant yeah. because i see people going out in the world and doing their everyday lives which i yeah i have such a different day yeah than most people. And so I get to hear everybody else's days and I'm kind of taking a back seat from really being a participant of the normal world, really right. the able-bodied world. I know those two words aren't um, together, but like of an able-bodied world, like right. I'm not in that right now. Yeah, And so it's very interesting to to observe how people have handled COVID and coming right. out of it and how they've changed. Um, yeah. It's interesting seeing it from someone who just kind of is on the sidelines in a weird yeah. way. Um,
0: yeah. As part of your therapy, are you going to a psychologist? Or, oh, girl. I go twice twice a,
1: twice a week. Twice okay, a good.
0: Week. I was like, I'm oh no. barely functioning with one once a week. So, Oh, yeah. Hello. No, I've,
1: I, ha- I have... Significantly diagnosed PTSD from yes. what I've been yeah. through. Yeah, there's Signific- no way that
0: you don't. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. We go no. on Mondays. And we go on Wednesdays.
0: Good, uh, good, good, good.
1: Yeah, we're we're prescribed. We're we're lubed up with medication. We we're, love
0: that. We're good. Okay, we're good. Bravo. Now, how about the community? Obviously, your parents are unbelievable. Yeah, the God. like they're yes. Thank God. I mean, hello. Oh. And your sister is your sister close? she's f- about 45 minutes away. Okay, so that's good. Do you fi- you have a bit of a network there? Do you have people that come and visit or can you not really see people?
1: Ah, that's the other thing. It's really hard because COVID is still a thing.
0: It sure is and um, always changing too. <laughs>
1: always changing and um, it's a little hard when I see all these stand-up specials of people being like, back when the pandemic was a thing and they're like, <laughs> And I love how everyone is like, oh, it no. was so hard binging Netflix. I was like, really? Was Shut it- up. <laughs> was it so hard for you watching <laughs> Catherine the Great? <laughs> I,
0: I love so- that part of it. Yeah, that was-
1: <laughs> I-, I feel so bad that you had to watch Tiger King. Like, I <laughs> know. Cry me a river people I
0: know
1: Cry me a river Yeah Um. Yeah I'm like oh my god But um. wait what were you at What did you ask before? Are you
0: able to see people? I mean I would think oh. that it's You've got to be extra careful with any Yes
1: so, socializing. so that's the thing It's like not only am I uh, Like disabled on oxygen in a wheelchair It's like I still There is still this huge threat Yeah constantly and so luckily my friends take it just as seriously that live close to me so like good, good. they're always taking a test before they come see good. me good um a lot of them will be like oh i had an exposure i can't come see you for okay. 10 days or right. you know and so um yeah i have a network here but it's so different than the new york life yeah, for it's sure. like I mean, you know New York. You're running around. You see. I know. Five well, first of all, you're just surrounded by millions of people. Exactly. But then, in the comedy world, like you are at shows, hustling your Brian. little patootuts every night, seeing people every like night. every
0: well, night. Well, here's the thing. I will say, it's no longer like that.
1: Please tell me things like that because it's not.
0: Please tell me that there's
1: no comedy scene, that everyone's depressed and no one has a job because.
0: Let me tell you, there's no comedy scene. Everyone is depressed. (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, the comedy world here has fully changed. So weird. It's so weird. So It is very weird. I know. So just in general, I feel like we all of our energy levels are definitely shifted right and I think I mean sure there are still like the open mics and stand-up shows and whatever but like in terms of like our friends putting up shows with like characters and maybe sketch or whatever those are fewer and further between also because there's not that many venues like a lot of venues closed so it definitely is not it definitely has shifted you're not missing out because that world that we knew before March 2020 no longer exists. Really? It's wild. It's wild
1: because that's um to have such a strong goal of like yeah. UCB, SNL like right to just be one track mind essentially like be like yeah. this is the only goal and then to have it just disappear. <gasps> okay, fully. also I want everyone listening to this pod
0: Yes. To realize
1: that everything is made up. You know what? That's so true. Everything is made up. And anyone that is 30 under 30 or 40 under 40. Right. A. Paid to be there.
0: Paid to be there. Yes. Or
1: B. Had a parent make a call. Yeah. So do not feel bad about yourself at all. Yes. And second
0: of all, all of it's made up. Like (laughs) everything is made up from gender to money to everything is made <laughs> made up made up <laughs> no. like when i
1: think about when i actually think about walking into target and there's a boy section and a girl section right and it's sorted by color mm. and a piece of fabric <laughs> that goes around once versus twice aka a pant right that's wild isn't that crazy that's and then, of crazy. course, like
0: heartbreaker or M- mom buys me diamonds or something, you know, just like stupid sayings oh. for the kids.
1: <laughs> Daddy's I mean, little girl. Daddy's <laughs> little girl.
0: Like the actual grooming that's happening in society as opposed to the fake grooming that they claim.
1: It's wild. Yeah. Wild. And so, um, yes, everyone listening, everything is made up. Do whatever up. you want. Yeah, Burn it all down. <laughs> Yeah, because what are we doing? You know, it's
0: like make up something new.
1: And also the other thing, like being in the comedy world and being so like A in it, but B like very intimidated by people at the top, like the gatekeepers. Right. Right. When I tell you, I actually laugh out loud thinking about how it's all made up, and how yep. intimidated I was, being like, "Oh,
0: I can't talk to this person." I know. Are you just because they me? happen to have they happen to be on improv teams? on so, the weekends. That's like so, what?
1: That's so. It's insane. hilarious. Now. It is. That's the comedy.
0: It that is truly the comedy. That when is our, the comedy. The stakes of our lives before, you know, like the have to get onto a house team at UCP and how, oh,
1: otherwise like, I'm worthless and I'm worthless. not funny. And like,
0: isn't that so funny? And
1: the egos, it's wild oh God, to think the about egos. the egos and like now kind of existing, as I was saying before, as an observer yeah. of what everybody else, every to direct of like, you know, how you clarify your day, like yeah how everybody's else's day is so different than mine and now being an observer of everybody else's day Mm -hmm. it's like wow we take ourselves and everything around us so seriously yeah and it's like what are we doing like i literally told the universe i'm not ready to die like a thousand times and i fought tooth and nail to stay on this earth and like I have doctors being like yeah we don't know if you're gonna die or not like we don't know and it's just Jesus. like it puts things into perspective of like truly don't be intimidated by anyone yes because what are we doing because what are we doing you know it's just yeah. it's, oh it's just like I don't know I really have to laugh at how seriously I took that UCB to SNL route and like don't get me yeah. wrong SNL is still the goal but like now that, like, even TikTok is a thing where oh my it really does remove yeah. gatekeeping and, like, I go viral, like, a lot. And I'm, like, I would have had to go through 18 different channels yeah. to make this one line be approved. Mm-hmm. And some, like, white straight dude would have told me, like, nah, that's not funny. Like, that's you gotta, like, that's not funny. You gotta take it. And I can do whatever I want now. It and, it, and It is amazing. And You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah. It's just so nice that some of this like gatekeeping stuff has been taken away.
0: Um, it's true. Yeah. And also, with that, not only is there the approval that's been removed, but also location, right? Like, sure, there's an element to still be in comedy clubs here and there, or whatever, if if it's stand up that you're doing. But in terms of TikTok, it doesn't matter where you anywhere. are. Anywhere. You can be you at can home. Be, yeah, you you anywhere. Can be
1: in Santa Claus, as in workshop. <laughs> New Mexico, with, I don't know. With the elves,
0: and you're <laughs> good to go. Yeah. Like, North Pole, South Pole, we don't care. Yeah. So are you finding, okay, so the, the joys in your day, mm-hmm. besides, I'm sure, drinking water, I, still a joy.
1: Claire, I'm not telling you, like, I always appreciated water before. Yeah. I always actually, like think to the universe in just such a weird way but I was always grateful of like being like I'm so grateful to have clean water because I know people around the world don't have that and absolutely now after being deprived of water for so long and having it like I appreciate like a cold glass of water more than anything oh my god I love it so much
0: There's something... I'm not kidding. I'm holding my little Nalgene. Like, I drink three or four of these a day because I'm obsessed with water. Uh, So listen, between chicken nuggets and water, we are the same. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it now but what are the joys what are you able to bring to yourself like is it thinking about TikToks is it thinking about like in terms of content or what's it I hate the word guilty pleasure but you know in that vein like what's something that you just mindlessly can enjoy and gift yourself it's it's
1: truly about the content that keeps me finding joy in the hardship yeah like okay. if I've had a twelve hour coughing fit, my ribs have broken and I've pissed Jesus. myself. Yeah. I'm like, this is content. Like I truly need to turn it into We're turning the frown upside down, peeps. That's right. We... Look at so, this. You know, so for me it's it it really is. The finding the joy is finding the funny in everything. Yeah. Um that's how I've always been, but it's so imperative now. Yeah. Um, it's a way for me to connect to a lot of people, too. It doesn't feel as isolating Absolutely. as as being disabled. It just, you know, people talk about social media of it being a beast, and it is, but it also sure. really is a, a connector. You. Yeah. And it makes you feel, I know it, I know, like, the science behind it makes you feel lonely and all this stuff, but, like, if you're disabled, like, that is the only
0: how else are you connecting with people?
1: Uh, yeah. And like, thank God for technology because I FaceTime yeah. people. I get to FaceTime with you. Like, yeah, it's, it's truly like it, it is a gift and a curse, but I, I really love it. Um, Good. So for me, I'm like, what can I control? Control the controllables. Right Right now I can't control being on stage, but what I can control is content digitally. You're on a different stage, yeah, exactly. And writing, so it's like, yeah, the performing is basically on TikTok, and then mm-hmm. the writing is my articles, and yeah, whether it's Twitter or, I am writing a book about the insanity. You, well, you
0: have to, yes, you must. That
1: that has happened. So yeah. it really is, um, we are creatives, and and people that are listening, even if you're an accountant and something bad has happened to you, yeah. like turn it into something that you love doing um, because it gives you a sense of purpose for why the tragedies happened. Yes. So that's what brings me joy is truly always making people laugh and then making content out of something that's really hard. Like
0: that is joy.com to me for sure. I love joy.com. Yeah. it's my favorite. It's the best (laughs) website. (laughs) Okay. So if you were to have an ideal day, right now what would that look like It's so funny because
1: it's so different from now than well yeah before covid cuz for sure Before covid I would say you know record a bunch of stuff go on stage do a writers meeting do a shoot like right all that full now, calendar Yeah now it's a, a great day would be not going to the hospital, which I usually – oh, and also my day is either
0: – like, I always do PT, but some I go to the hospital a lot. Okay.
1: Um, in so, reaction
0: to, like, your coughing fits or th- things like that, or are you
1: – Both. It's in
0: reaction to pain. Okay. It's,
1: it's both. Like, one, I go to the ER a lot because of my breathing goes down really low.
0: Wow. Okay. But,
1: um, B, it's a lot of tests from my mm. lung doctors – um, it's getting my heart. Like I have heart issues now because of COVID. Like, it's oh it's a ton of breathing tests, walking tests, um, all of that. So I'm I'm usually in Boston at MGH with mm-hmm. the doctors or PT. So okay, a, a good day for me is not having any of that.
0: Yes, we love that.
1: No appointments. Yes, sleep sleeping in, and then um, connect connecting with with people, people. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I got into reading ironically when I started LexaPro, yes. like maybe six or eight years ago, cause it calmed my mind to be able to like really read a book. And I usually um have always been a nonfiction girly because uh-huh. I love I love just like learning anything about everything. Right. But yeah. um I've I've kind of been getting into fiction a little. Okay. So I really my goal is i don't know i have on my goodreads app like i kind of want to read 24 books this year that's huge that's great yeah so that's that's kind of like a goal so anything like that i can control the controllables with a goal Uh i'm still wanting to do because that does make me happy so like good reading towards my goal um and then yes sleeping in reading TikToks, obviously TV, because what else are we here for on this earth?
0: I know. I live for TV. <laughs> I mean, it. truly, like, honestly, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So I would say anything like creating or ingesting creativity.
0: Yeah. What is a book that you've read recently you would recommend that you like?
1: Nonfiction or fiction? Either. Fiction. I really liked the Midnight Library. Oh, okay. It's, I would categorize it as magic realism a little bit. Ooh. Um, it's like if uh, Bruce Almighty was like uh-huh. from a woman's perspective. And oh. it has incredible philosophy in it too. So much so that I actually have quoted it in some of my writings that I'm going to put out. So for just like and it's so quick and yeah, but it's beautiful imagery and you can picture everything and oh, wow, there's yeah, it's really really great. I'm usually not wow. uh, yeah, I'm usually not a mystery thriller person because I mm-hmm. already have enough um mystery and my- <laughs> yeah. I don't, exactly. I don't need that
0: in we my life. We don't need to add any of that. <laughs>
1: but with that said, I just read this book called *The Silent Patient*, oh. which is on par with *Gone Girl* in terms of like, mm. uh, oh my god, what did I just read? What yeah. is
0: going on? Yeah. So that's okay. That. Okay, that sounds and, wonderful.
1: Yeah, and then I have, of course, like a million non-fictions, but it's like, mm-hmm. what are you in the
0: mood for? Like, you
1: know, it's there's so many.
0: There's so, so many. many. Uh, I love that. You know what? I have a question about the vaccine. I know we're going back. We're talking about fun things, but now I have a question. <laughs> about that. Yes. Did you? Can you do the vaccine? Like, are you doing the boosters or do you not like?
1: It has how been is a
0: journey. Yeah.
1: Because oh, I, I did think the get, rules are I different. Did, yeah, I did get the vaccine and I was hospitalized.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. Because. Yeah
1: of my breathing and because my body i think remembered it and yeah. it went into like fighting mode and yeah. it um i had so i have ptsd every day but i had never experienced body ptsd before mm. where my legs felt trauma wow. induced and my thighs felt trauma induced and my it was the weirdest thing i've ever um, experienced so yeah. I I'm vaccinated I need to get the booster I'm a little worried uh I want to get it soon mm-hmm. but so it's really it's really tough for me just because my body really hates covid yeah,
0: it really does.
1: it really is like why are you no, continuing
0: you. to put this in us?
1: Come yeah on. It, it's like uh we fought it the first time girl.
0: what else do we have to prove to you? right what else do we have to prove right
1: right. <laughs> It's Ugh. like we did this once before, and it yeah. was really traumatic. So yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm vaxed, but gotta do the booster. Yeah, not looking forward but to going nervous to the that, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jesus Christ.
1: With that said, everyone get back. Everyone Don't, get
0: it. And Don't be an anti vaxxer for sure. For sure. Well, hopefully it. our bodies are, won't be reacting as as scared as yours. Fingers is, crossed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've only had just like a day of not feeling great. Okay. like I cannot complain. I cannot complain. But yeah, when I, when than, I got the boosters, yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's better than
0: the alternative, you know. No, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so who would you like to hear on this podcast? Okay, I thought day? about this. Oh, good. The New
1: York Sanitary Department.
0: Thank you. Yes, yes, that's on because, my list
1: because the idea that we just throw something in the trash right. and it just disappears is wild. It's And crazy. it getting separated and where do things go and do they find treasure troves like Yes. Do, do they just find personalities within the You know what I mean? Oh, gosh, absolutely. Like, there's probably so many stories that we just throw away and Yeah. It's just these kind of moments that seem ephemeral, but they actually live longer than we think.
0: Unfortunately, they do. And we don't think about that enough. Right. Until we see like those images of the trash island or whatever that's out in the ocean. Those are terrifying. (laughs) Terrifying. I think that there is this warehouse that the sanitation department has of like treasures that have been found. (gasps) And treasures, you know, I'm using that loosely, but... Like uh, things that were unique and in uh, fine shape.
1: Like, I, you probably could have so many, a history museum. I bet absolutely World War II memorabilia or like a Holocaust survivor that has like something from when they fled. Like, I bet there is so much history that we just, I I don't know, like, we, uh, either it gets misplaced and we don't know where it is yeah. or and then someone or, else
0: throws it away or something without knowing yeah, yeah like
1: all the estate stuff like people just get yeah. so like when you're grieving you're like I don't even care it's just it's just objects got rid of it but then it can have right. so much history behind Absolutely.
0: it i'm got to look that up and see i know it's not open to the public all the time but i feel like i got to look it up i'll i'll send it to you if i find about the yeah warehouse thing Whatever. Okay, I so know cool. it's so cool. But yes, I'm also fascinated. Just like, hello, we are dumping trash all the time. Especially when you're walking around New York, you are very oh. aware of trash. <laughs> Always, because yeah, you're yeah, stepping yeah. in it. You're stepping it. In it. Yeah, the rats are loving it. You know, <laughs> not good. They are. <laughs> okay, so the most important thing. How can people find you, Laura
1: Lines Comedy? Love it. Instagram, TikTok, and DM me
0: whenever you want. I love that. And of course, I'll link to all of those things. Let me tell you, I have, I want to thank you, first of all, for your time and for sharing your story. And as I said, when I initially asked you to be honest, I, you were so much more than this story, but it is so inspirational. And especially right now, I know I personally have had a difficult month just with my own mental health and just figuring out purpose and figuring out like, what's the point? And like all these kinds of yeah. things. And you have been so, I'm like tearing up because you really, oh. listening to you has really given me so much hope and given me such optimism. And I oh. thank you for that. I'm sorry you have to be in this position to do that <laughs> but I, but again it's like it, if there is a reason if there is a purpose that's just it.
1: that's just it yeah. it's like that brings tears to my eye we're just going to cry yeah, let's we're just to cry. cry at the end of, <laughs> but it's like you yeah. y- y- it that means so much and it's like we just have to find the joy yeah in in whatever we do and if it's a glass of water or if it's a pj going to barbados <laughs> yeah
0: oh let's just get that money so we have the option exactly <laughs> indeed uh laura thank you so much everyone so follow for reach me. out of course i can't wait for your book
1: whenever Yay! that will be
0: obviously i'll be singing about that whenever Um, But thank you again. Thank you all for listening this week and tune in next week when we clarify your day. Love you. Love you. Clarify Your Day is hosted by Claire Burns and produced by Crystal Dinsberg.